Thank you for tuning in to The Brand Standard, hosted by the Caldwell Creative. I am Nashay Caldwell, here with Shamika Morgan, here to discuss relationships, entrepreneurship, womanhood, and faith. Are you trying to find clarity, purpose, and still have a nice personality? The Brand Standard represents our lives, our brands, building and enhancing women of God in entrepreneurship, encouraging you while we encourage ourselves. We set the bar for the rest of the world. We need to set and exceed the bar for ourselves. Welcome to The Brand Standard. Today on The Brand Standard, womanhood and self-care, a routine for business owners with kids and toddlers. We'll be discussing in depth how, when, why, where, and in what manner we actually should be doing and practicing self-care. Thank you for joining us today on The Brand Standard. When it comes to self-care, Shamika, what do you think is the number one way to practice self-care? I think both of us are guilty. Oh and my God. <laughs> it's hard to, it's, it's like that song, I have to encourage you while I encourage myself because <laughs> practicing self-care is not something that I can, I'm guilty. I, I honestly cannot say that I practice self-care but do I want to practice self-care? Absolutely. So talk a little bit about what does self-care mean for womanhood, essentially, because I think guys do a great job of practicing self-care. <laughs> I mean, and if I'm wrong, let me know. You are I, absolutely not wrong, positively correct. I, thank you. So when it comes to self-care, what, <laughs> what are we doing? What does it mean to be a woman and practice self-care? Um, well, for me, I think I allow for just the everyday um, hustle and bustle of being a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, overtake my ability to practice self-care efficiently. And we can kind of make ourselves get a little bit emotional or guilty about taking that time. I think guilt is, um, is a big one. Like, for, for instance, when we were in Atlanta this weekend, I was, like, having some serious mommy guilt. Mm. But at the same time, I knew that this was necessary. It was important. It was important for the business. We absolutely had to be there to do what we needed to do. Um, so I think we can kind of overthink things sometimes. I think if we just keep it simple it's um, going to work for us a little bit better. So what I've been trying to do is just take, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes here and there, maybe every few hours, take 10, 15 minutes to say, okay, I'm not going to do absolutely, I'm going to do absolutely anything. I'm not going to lift up my phone. I'm not going to answer any questions. I'm not going to take any calls. I'm just going to use this time to kind of revitalize, refresh. Sometimes for me, I'm going into maybe a meditation. I'm going and I'm going to read some my scriptures, um, listen to some music, just kind of just taking that moment to say, I'm not going to do anything for anyone else. I'm going to focus on just kind of revitalizing myself so that I can get ready for the next phase of the day. And I think that just comes with, with balance because it's also like, well, when am I supposed to do that? When am I supposed to actually take time for, well, I, for me, I'll say this. 
I don't do that, number one, which I probably need to implement. But I do take a little time in the morning. But I think that time is for God. I take that time to pray and meditate. And I don't want to take away from God by being selfish and saying, you know, let me do something that I love. But what I have been doing is not only feeling better about doing prayer and meditation in the morning before everybody gets up, even if it's just 15 minutes, even if it ends up being the middle of the day because I've forgotten in the morning, just jumped up to take a shower and rush out. At some point in the day, I have to take that 10 to 15 minutes with God just to pray and sort of give him what he's due, which has helped me practice self-care. Because for me, getting back into God then tells me what I love because he is love and he's going to tell me what I love. And so what I have been slowly practicing is at night, the things that make me happy, I have to do. It is. It has become my release. It has become my way of reconnecting with the nashe that I met when I was 16 years old and I gave my life to Christ. And because I know I'm rooted in him, it's easier for me to then practice self-care because I know he, he enjoys when I'm happy. He relishes right. in the things that he's given me, the desires that he's given me. And so what makes me happy, and I'm, I'm, I'm easier now saying I love to read. I love to write. I love just um, having a second, not just to practice those things, but researching those things makes me happy. Even if I'm looking for new books to read, even if I'm researching new authors or seeing what other people have done um, writing wise. Um, And it it may sound quirky and weird, but, you know, transparency here. um, I like to read (laughs) This is stupid. I like to read uh, actual um, authors' biographies. That may sound super nerdy, but I do. I just like to see what their journey is and what they're doing. Terry McMillan is a huge influence on my writing. And so I just, you know, see what she's doing. It may be stupid and maybe nosy, but it's something that I enjoy doing. And I just, I try to at night when nobody's bothering me. And even if they are trying to bother me, I just try to, you know, I'm in the bathroom and in the bathroom does not mean on the toilet or in the shower. It just means this is where I am currently and I am not to be bothered. And so writing that down has helped me tremendously. I have to write that I like to write. I have to write, I wrote down that I need to pick up a book every month. Um, Another thing that I've done which I have not yet started to practice is to write down my schedule. My brain gets so full. And if I don't have a schedule for it, things get misplaced. I feel anxious. I get overwhelmed. And I'm just like, what am I doing? What time is it? Where am I going? I literally have a schedule that takes me from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Have I? She really does. I really do. I really do. Have I executed that schedule? No. But it makes me feel better that I wrote it down. It makes me feel better that I know when I get to a place of rest and I'm coming out of a place of hustle that I know, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to be doing from six to six. And at, after six, I'm just, you know, I'm free to go. I'm free to get back to my family or what have you. But that time from six to six is literally written out by the hour, if not by the minute in some, in some, on some days. And not only every day, it literally changes Monday through Friday and that's written down somewhere also. Mm-hmm. So for me, that, that helps me organize my thoughts and that's some me time too, to sit there and plan. Um, I think do that though. You, you, well, some people aren't just aren't good at planning and they think it's unnecessary, but for me to like, let my brain go a little bit, I have to just plan it out, even if it doesn't happen immediately. So that's what I was saying. I write down 
I wrote down that I enjoy reading. I wrote down that I enjoy writing. Now I'm getting into not just doing the podcasts, but listening to the podcast listening to podcasts. I listen I listen to The Morning Mindset, which I would highly recommend. It's really quick. It's five minutes. I do that right before I go into my devotional. I know Shamika listens to gospel music in the morning to get up. I learned that over the weekend, being <laughs> seven in the morning with gospel playing. I was like, what is this? What's happening? Yes. What's this noise? Happen to the presence of God. Come but and the funny thing is we're opposite because my husband and I enjoy silence. Like mm-hmm. I have to wake up in silence. And so just hearing that, and I love the Lord and I love to praise and I love worship and I love the music, but I, all of a sudden in the middle of my sleep, half sleep, just slowly trying to wake <laughs> up and I just hear gospel. I'm just like, what is that? Cause I'm time not, <laughs> it's time to get up. It's time to get up. Uh, you learn you learn different things when you stay in the same room after how long has it been since we slept in the same room together? Fifteen years? Maybe no, like ten years. No. Nine or ten years. Anyway, that wasn't the case. Nine or ten years ago. <laughs> so that was new. We were both there rolling around in the bed nine or ten years ago. That's well, that's true. And, not, not trying to. Um so I think acknowledging first the things that make you happy because I think women find it hard to figure out what it is that makes them happy. For me, it took, a, it took a second to like be able to openly say, this makes me happy and I'm going to make time for this. It may sound so simple, but it was really hard for me to say that because again, I felt guilty. I felt guilty for wanting to, you know, just take- Be by just, yourself. Yes. And you know, when I started implementing this, you may remember, and some of my friends may remember too, I started implementing once a month Nashay Appreciation Day. Do you remember that? Yes, On that day, I totally zone out. Like you said, I don't answer questions because I answer questions all day. I don't have that 15 minute every so many hours like you do. But every month I take one day out of the month and you know, I guess this is my self-care routine, but it doesn't happen every month. So I can't call it a routine really. But when I, when I get around to it, I have an Ashea Appreciation Day where I go get my hair done. I go get my nails done. But I rest while I'm there. I'm not like in a rush to go get my hair and nails done. While I'm there, I'm just like playing a game on my phone. The games that sort of, you know, like puzzles or you can kind of like tune out. I'm not, when I'm at the hairdresser, I'm like having a good conversation, getting my daily gossip or whatever, talking about absolutely nothing. It doesn't matter the moment you step out of there, but I'm just trying to be present and enjoy that time. And then I take myself out to lunch, even if it's with a girlfriend or whomever, um, I try to go out to eat afterward and I just spend the day with myself. Um, and I think that should be maybe once a week. That's ideally what I would like my self-care routine to be doing that once a week. I know when I get Shamika Amina, and some of my other friends to move to Atlanta, we can, <laughs> we can do it together right now. I'm allocated to just Jack A and I mean, not just, we have a good time, but we all are busy with, you know, being wild and moms and business owners. It's yeah. just hard. I think some key things of what you said is what um, women probably would need to take away from this is that for definitely keep it simple. Don't think that you have to plan this all inclusive women's, girls trip every year right like, it to be that extensive now if you want to do that every year wonderful i'm glad that you can invite um, us yeah well, a year in advance though yeah you have to give Let us no two years out <laughs> i might not be able to show up so i can put it in my schedule if it's not on that calendar it's not happening that's just reality yeah keep it simple i mean you can do um there was a time in my life where i was able to go get massages every month 
Mm. I, I don't know if that's possible right now because it's just so much going on, but you can keep it simple make sure that that day is a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to plan it and you have to schedule it, especially if you have multiple children, multiple businesses, or you have a career, a husband, things that kind of like take up most of your time throughout the day. You have to plan it and you have to schedule it. And then you have to make it a priority. So you go to your spouse and you say, Hey, this specific day at this time or this day is it's, it's my day. Hmm. I put it in the calendar, put it in the family calendar. I know for me, when it comes to particular appointments, I put it in the family calendar and I block out that time. I'm like, look, this time is my time. I- let's, let's talk about that. What, what goes into your family calendar? Cause I don't have a family one, but I have a Nache calendar. I have obviously a business calendar. Okay, what, so what's your family calendar? My family calendar calendar consists of anything we have to do in ministry that we have to do together. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that I have to do in business that he needs to know about because he has to be present for the children mm-hmm. or he has to take that role in helping um, fill in the gap for that day. I put that goes into the family calendar. So it's like running your family as a business, essentially. Cause he's your partner in family. So. Yeah. And it helps keep, keeps us on task. So like if the kids have an event or they have an award ceremony that goes in there, um, if we have to be at a birthday party, I find it better that I put it in the calendar and I tell him, and then I remind him it's in the calendar <laughs> versus me just telling him and just hoping he remember he remembers cause he'll know to go to the calendar and say like, Oh, let me see what's going on. And then also because he's an entrepreneur, he needs to also keep me up to date with whatever meetings and things. Whatever like. he has going on. So is this a separate calendar that you all are both joined into on one on your phones? Yes. Or okay. We have the the family plan on iPhone. Oh yeah. I, let me, and it allows. Let me take share, notes. <laughs> it allows for us to share calendars, so he can see everything I put in there, and I can see whatever he puts in there. Hmm. And it was like just that. you know you know you love your calendar system so I have so first of all let me just count the amount of calendars that I have one two three four five six seven seven calendars <laughs> which I probably need to delete some but that's a really good tidbit because in the family calendar now we can schedule the self care routine I can without confusion and you know today is Nisha appreciation day it'll be on the calendar that's i'm gonna do that because then it won't be you know our, our recent argument it wasn't even an argument but it was like oh i didn't know you wanted me to help you i'm like i'm confused How, why would you think i don't need your help you know what i'm saying but you know what that was a lack of communication on my part i should have been overly clear i heard i heard joanna Gaines say one time i need to over communicate over communicate you need to over communicate what i want and uh my husband reminded me this was years ago he once told me he was like i'm not a mind reader and i said oh, oh come you on you are man. not you are that's not a, mind mistake reader. a lot of wise me i think so too that mistake I'm, I've, I used to make yeah, that mistake. That they just know me. You because well, because they know us so well. So I just am like, how come you don't know this? But you know what? I didn't open my mouth, and I didn't say. And so, you know what? I think both of us, you and I, can do a better job of over communicating our self care 
needs. Just saying, this is my time, an hour, 15 minutes or what have you. And sometimes, you know what, and and just sitting here and thinking about it, sometimes we need to invite them to join us. Like I want to eventually get to the point where my devotion at one point during the day, because I'm sure most of us as Christians just pray all day. We just are relying on the word of God or just trying to talk to God at, you know, all kinds of times of the day. But that's that separate devoted time. um, I'm going to invite him in to my, my time when I wake up and and like schedule it. That's it's going to happen because I'm going to schedule it like right now. Absolutely. And it's, um, you know, one of those things that we have grown to do. We have our, our allocated time where we study together we definitely have our time where we pray together. Um, mm. We are trying to work in where we can do these weekly date days. Oh my gosh. That has been falling short, but we're going to get it together. We're that's, gonna get it together. And, that's, that's, and it's more so just to add to what you were saying just a bit ago, it's more so me because when I am ready to stop feeling guilty and I've gotten to that point where I'm like, okay, I need to take this day off and just focus on me. He's always like, I keep telling you, <laughs> just tell me and you can go do it. I'll watch the kids or I'll do whatever for that day. So it's really just me. It's not him at all. That is, you know, not supportive. Cause he's definitely supportive of me because he understands and he values that if I give her her time, she's going to come back refreshed, revitalized and just ready to kick off and keep going and like an energizer bunny for the family again, all over again. So it's, mm. it's always beneficial to him and the family that I take my time. It's just a matter of me just saying like, this okay, is necessary. Yeah. And one of the things I love that you said was that you have to be present. Mm. You can't take right. that time and you're still picking up your phone, texting, right. like, how's right. the baby, how's the kids? Like, right. turn it off. Right. Not turn it off because I can't turn my phone off. Oh my God. Not off, but turn your mind off of that for a minute and trust. You have to trust. Yeah. And be, and be at peace that it's okay that you're taking that time. You have Mm. to be present and actually show up for the self-care routine. That's really insightful because it just makes me think now as a woman who has a little girl, how awesome is it to see that you know, me as a mom gets to take that time. Like my daughter will now get to see how important that time is for herself. And and let me ask you this, because I know you and I both have girls and a lot of our friends have girls also. What do you think about self-care when it comes to our daughter sort of inviting themselves in? Because most recently, like my daughter's five and now she wants to go to the nail or she wants to go to the hair salon. So now it's sort of not me time it's mommy and daughter time what do you think could be the next step for me transitioning because I want to spend that time with her I'm excited that she wants to do those things with me but now it's not my time anymore right so So what's the so that's what I'm thinking maybe once out of the month I'm going by myself and once out of the month it's sort of mommy and me exactly yes and I think that's so important um, for us to do those type of things with our daughters, we can't um, expect for them to know how to be womanly, how to be feminine, if we don't show them how to be feminine. Now, there's things that we they'll pick up from us because they see us doing it, but we have to show them and kind of walk them through femininity versus just saying like, "Oh, go do this and go that, go do this." There were things that I had to learn or that I learned later on in my adult life. Um, that, you know, I do wish had been introduced to me as a, as a, 
a young girl. So I believe we do have that responsibility as mothers to teach our daughters how to be feminine, you know, how to uh, make sure that they are allocating time for self-care, that they know, you know, it's okay to uh, want to be ladylike. You know, it's okay to want to get your nails done and get your hair done, like accepting your femininity and accepting womanhood and uh, wanting to be beautiful and act beautiful and do beautiful things. Like, that's okay. So I'm definitely an advocate for um, taking that time with your daughter and with your daughters and teaching them and showing them. Right. And it's just a matter of separating my time um, versus being a mom time versus being a wife versus being a business owner. So let's talk talk a little bit briefly about also we have, you and I together both have a combined seven children. We have husbands. We have several businesses between our husbands and ourselves. What exactly does balance mean when it comes to self-care? And I'm, I'm trying to think when I'm saying it, but what exactly does that balance look like on a daily basis? <laughs> to me, it, it, it doesn't look like anything. Because I don't have it. I just don't have the ability to even say I spend this amount of time here. I spend this amount of time here. I think think there are people that make, that paint this very beautiful, pretty picture that there is this, I mean, just immaculate schedule that they run their lives on. But it's really not realistic. It's not. I have mine written down. It, like I said, it just does not come into practice. It has not come into practice yet. And there will be it days where nothing on that list. You will do absolutely nothing on that list because things come nothing. up. As right. entrepreneur, things come up. An idea comes up. A, a new client comes up. A, a unexpected meeting comes up. Right. Um, and then with us combined, sometimes we have ministry obligations that come up and it just you know, kind of throws everything off. So for us, we just try to stay in constant communication of what is going on with each other, just so that we can help each other fill in the gaps. Like, don't make it this huge, big thing. It doesn't need to be an argument. It just needs to be like, hey, you know, our minds are all, our heads always have to constantly be on the swivel. So I need you to have my back and I'll have yours. Mm. The balance for us is sacrifice. Mm. Sometimes, the balance is sometimes there is no balance. It's just a matter of you have a meeting that um, you can actually watch the kids while you're having that meeting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the kids so that you can do what you need to do. Mm. And I'll take the kids here, even though I'm tired, I'll take the kids or I'll pick up this load of wash or I'll cook this dinner because that is what is more convenient for us collectively. And, and it's, I guess it's taking self out of the equation and just doing with what works for everybody. You know, you got to, that big old C, that compromise that has to come into play uh, when it comes to making sure you have the allocated time for balance and self-care and then all of the family dynamic things that need to be done. I think too, being vocal about expectations is a necessary evil. And I I say it's evil because we don't always want to say what we need. Um, I know for me and and one of my other girlfriends, like our husbands don't cook. So if, 
I don't cook, nobody eats at night. And that's a huge responsibility because I hate to cook. I just don't like it. I don't enjoy the process of cooking, but I know <laughs> it's my responsibility, you know? And so sometimes I just, I, this is what I enjoy. I enjoy the fact that my family believes and, and knows that I'm a good cook. So I enjoy that they, you know, enjoy my food. Do I actually like to spend an hour out of my day or even longer preparing and cooking? Absolutely not. I would much rather be doing something else. Um, but I know that that's my responsibility. And so the balance for me there is just knowing, first of all, that it's my responsibility and that it's going to have to be done. So I plan out again at least three times a week where I have to plan out the meals. I actually plan out the grocery shopping and I put it on my calendar. I use the Yumly app. And I just, I, I boastfully go forward as if I'm the greatest chef in the world, because if I don't no, I'm not. Cause I, I just don't, I think chefs enjoy their job and I just prefer <laughs> if somebody did it who enjoyed it, I don't enjoy it. Um, I remember even having a conversation with my husband one time. He was like, I don't even want you to make breakfast. Cause you just do it. You just doing it begrudgingly. And I'm like, I don't like to do it. I don't know. Would you want me to walk around here with a smile and like heels on with a yeah. robe? Like, okay, I've gotten better. I actually get up. He was like, one day, can you make breakfast before I wake up? And I was like, oh God, pray for that one. <laughs> I said, before you wake up, I said, I'm waking up after you. Anyway, <laughs> I think for somebody who struggles with, because balance, again, it comes with expectations. I already know to expect my husband not to cook. I'm not going to ask him to cook or wash a dish because it's just not going to happen. Um, he has like grilled or, you know, done small things. But I, on, on a general basis, I'm the one who is responsible for the cooking. He is the one who's responsible for taking out the trash or what have you. We have very domesticated um, roles, which I'm fine with. I've accepted that gracefully. I, that doesn't mean I, I enjoy doing it at all. I, I don't like it, but I do, I will do it. Um, and I will do it for my kids to make sure that we are eating. Um, but the second thing to that is I know that there's a responsibility for me, not just to cook, not just to clean, not just to wash and do dishes and fold clothes and put them up or what have you, but it's a responsibility to, of being a mom. Um, I, I remember somebody asking me like, when do you make time to play with your kids? And I was like, I'm with them all day. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That's right. What's the difference between babysitting and playing with your children, interacting with your children? But I, again, it's like when you're not practicing self-care, those things get overlooked. When you don't make time for self, you, it's hard to make time for other people and other things, especially your kids. And for me, for a long time, it was just like miserable to have to wake up and have children in your face all day. Don't get me wrong. I love my children more than anything in this world, second to my husband. And, you know, they both come second to God. But waking up, having children in your face every single day, no, not just on the weekends, just they're, they're, they're daycare age kids. So they don't have to go to school right now. It's difficult. It's stressful. It's a lot. When this business that I want to do, when there are, you know, I want to go get my hair done. I want to go get my nails done. I want to do whatever. So in practicing and thinking about a self-care routine in those days, I think it was best when I personally woke up again and prayed and meditated, which again is something I just started this year. It's not, it has not been in my life for very long. It's something brand new to me, but it has been totally revitalizing for me. Um, when I take that time again to go back to God, he reminds me that I, he made me fearfully and wonderfully, but that also the things that he put in me to make me happy and the things that he's given me 
to that are now gifts to me. My husband, he's given me wonderful children that are healthy and beautiful and fun and they're cool kids. You know, he's given me so many things. It's in those times when I reflect and I go back to God in prayer that he reminds me of those things. And so now I'm even more grateful. So that's where the balance for me comes in. It's going back to God to revitalize each department essentially of my life. I'm grateful for the business I have. I'm grateful for my partner. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful. And so I think the balance for women has to start with God first, first and foremost. And then second, you have to remind yourself of how to be happy again. I remember, um, remember Toys R Us when they were going out of business, they said, you know what, do us a favor and don't grow up. Don't grow up. Remember what you used to do that makes you happy. You know, bubblegum is one of the joys of my life. I'm going to keep eating bubblegum because I like it. <laughs> it makes me happy. Uh, so my word of advice is to take everything in stride, but really go back to God and remember all that he has given you and he'll remind you and in in knowing that all that he has given you and all the things that you are responsible for you'll find a gratefulness you'll find a you know what i need to be present and be open for these things that god has given me ownership over um and that comes with self-care that comes with knowing what you love and being happy with the things that you have and grateful for the ability to read and write and do and eat bubblegum you know for me yeah i agree Perfect. You want to take us out? Hold on, saying that thing again. Mm-hmm. Girl, I did. You want me to do it? No, I'm not gonna clip that and keep putting it back in there. Say it again, because it has to be for this episode. What I said. Thank you for listening and sharing. Join us next time on the Brand Standard. Look like you just said it. <laughs> Friend, no. I said the intro. You have to say the outro. Say it. Thank you for listening and sharing. Thank you for listening and sharing. Join us next time on the Band Standard.